the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show want to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we work. We acknowledge and pay our respects to the Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal people who are the traditional custodians of the land on which we meet. We recognise their enduring connection to this land, their culture and their ongoing contribution to these regions. We also recognise and pay respect to the elders past, present and emerging of the Ngunnawal, Ngambri and Darawal nations. May we all continue to learn from and support their rich cultural heritage and work towards reconciliation and mutual respect with Australia's First Nations people. G'day, you wonderful human. It's Matty C here. We love that you make time to fit us at the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show into your day, and we want to help even more fantasy football players, no matter where you're from. To do this, we need your help. If you can tell just one person this week about our show and share where you listen to us, we'd be really appreciative of the support. Testimony from you who already join us and are part of our team really does help us reach new people. Also, giving us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app helps more people find the show, and it's more effective than you'd think. It's free, costs nothing, and takes just a moment of your time. We'd really love if you could help us so we can keep helping more people. Now, we ain't here for a haircut. Let's get into it. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. People going to say, Madge, where are you going to go with this? Swole Batman, the first Swole Batman reference of the season. I don't know why it sounds fun to say it, Maddie. You're right. It sounds like, it sounds like penal. Yeah. Aussie? If you see him and he's 30, he probably has the body of a 25-year-old. Zach Char- Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Nah, I can't pronounce the right well, now. Charbonnet. NFL? Yeah, that's the Maddie C approach. Just get the fuck down. Don't be a hero. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Kick it in the butt, guys. Fantasy. By the way, if my team was trotted out there in 2018, man, my team would dominate all your teams. Like, like win, I'd win the league. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. I know you're all expecting some, you know, big fireworks between Maddie and I. Cold command. Oh, cold command. For the Aussie Gridiron Network, this is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Wait, what is here? And, you know, so is the voice of Aussie Gridiron. It's Mr. Manjot Melly. Welcome, brother. Hey, I'm back again. Let's go, everyone. Week one is on the cards. Oh, man, I- I've been counting down for like 100 days at this point. Oh, I've-, I've just been, it's like going through the fucking Sahara Desert and then you like come out the other side and there's the water, man. Like, that's just how it's felt all off season. I can get to that water, which is known as NFL season. I could drink that shit, man. I'm so excited, man. NFL season's back, baby. <laughs> He's super excited. I'm, I'm also super excited. I forgot to mention out of the gate. Oh, I'm Matty C, of course. Uh, that's Manjot. Um, we're also joined <laughs> by Australia's leading fantasy analyst, too. Taylor Goodall. Welcome, brother. Holy balls and dick, Matty and Manjot. <laughs> I just can't wait to get into this. Like we've been doing so many pods in the lead up and, you know, talking fantasy and getting getting keen, but it's always sort of felt like it's a it's a few months away and it's a few weeks away and it's been really good getting into these drafts, um, getting them all done last weekend, which is which was great. But oh, I just cannot wait to start watching football again. Like the, the the timing of it, like we really haven't had anything on the weekdays or anything like that since the NBA finished. It's sort of been our own Australian sports on weekends yeah. and Oh, I can't wait to getting into watching football on, on, on Fridays, Mondays, and Tuesdays. It's going to be absolutely great, man. I can't wait to get into it. And I can't wait to start uh, talking about our regular season stuff on the podcast as well. If this is your first time ever listening to us, you've probably got the best of Taylor right there. 
in just a couple sentences. So <laughs> hang in there because Taylor only gets better. All right, that's that's just the start of the best of Taylor. Wow. Trust me. Right, right, Maddie. Right, the sure? shade this is amazing. What a great start to the season. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm, no, I'm saying that wasn't the best of Taylor. Actually, that was probably like. That was probably like Taylor at his best, but only get better. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like when you when you're stuck in a hole, don't keep using the shovel. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I said that. Big up! I make that joke Taylor, all Taylor the time. Taylor goes at 100 all the time. That's what I mean to say. You know, like, that's true. You get you get what I mean. Like he's at, he's at his best 100 percent of the time. And anyone Three listening for in. the first time, yeah, anyone listening for the first time, not many balls. This is what you're gonna get. Guys. Sorry, straighty 180. <laughs> that is terrific. We are three minutes in. Amanda's already just absolutely inserted his foot in his mouth. It's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so, but but you know what this is? This is the excitement, right, of week one. So I'm going to kick to Manjot first. Describe the feeling of excitement that week one being so close brings as an NFL fan, but as a fantasy fan too. I don't know how to describe the feeling. I'm going to be honest. I do not know how to describe the feeling of NFL being back. I actually don't think I've had much of an off-season this year compared to every single other year of my life watching this game. Like, every other year, I'd be like, oh, my God, it's finally here. But, like, this year, it's like, oh, my God, like, it's NFL season already? Like, God dang. Yeah, like, I've done so much, like, around the game, you know, done so many mock drafts, done so much fantasy. There's, like, you know, the NFL being here is, like, it's just normal for some reason. It's like a weird feeling for me this year. Just having done so much in the off season, it's felt like there's been no off season for me, to be honest. So it's felt like it's yeah. been NFL season for the last like three months. But now we actually get to watch games. Now I actually have to get up on Monday morning, have to set them fantasy lineups at like 2.30 a.m. Just like <laughs> everyone else here. You know? It's time for the insomnia. I'm so ready, man. I'm so ready to get up at stupid, stupid hours just to watch this game. I'm so ready. They're doing fantasy yeah, right. Look at you going. go. Tay, I know that you are very famous for setting your alarm to just make sure you check all the inactives <laughs> at about 45 minutes before kickoff in the first game. Do you realize that is before half past two in the morning this time around? <laughs> Mate, this Manjo couldn't describe his feeling. I, I can feel some blood rushing to a certain penile area. It's just, I just cannot get enough of NFL and I just cannot wait for it to start. Like you said, my wife's going to be booting me in the head uh, with alarms going off at all times and setting my lineups, but it's just seriously part of it. I absolutely love it. And yeah, yeah, I just can't wait to get into it. I feel like each year, I've been obviously a fantasy fan for a while, but I feel like each year I actually gain even more love for the actual NFL itself. So just getting to see the games, I can't wait for it. But obviously with fantasy, I'm really, really in love with doing it. So yeah, yeah, I just can't wait to, to, to get into it. And yeah, and obviously do this podcast and do all the great segments that we do and obviously help some people out there uh, possibly win a fantasy championship. 100%. And that's the goal, right? Like we are fantasy addicts. It's what we do. Um, between the three of us, we've We've just got so much fantasy experience and a lot of NFL love. So it's, it comes from a place of loving the sport. But the two things aren't the same. They're really not the same. And Manjot is the best person to describe this because as a network of shows on the Aussie Gridiron Network, features with the G'day Gridiron guys, and they talk the NFL part. And then then you come here for the fantasy. And Manjot, they're two different conversations, right? Yeah, 100%. Like fantasy football is a whole different game to the NFL. Whereas in the NFL, 
let's say Jalen Hurts in his rookie season, he played like absolute dog shit in terms of real life NFL. To be honest, to be honest, he's a rookie. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll give him the pass, but he still did play like dog shit. We can all agree. But in fantasy, he was like an absolute god at the end of that season. He was getting like all those yeah. rushing TDs, and everyone was starting him in fantasy. If you just knew the Jalen Hurst that you'd see like on your TV every Sunday, you'd be like, there's no way I'm picking up in fantasy. But if you saw what he did in fantasy, then you're like, oh, he's slam dunk. I'm getting in my team like this week. Like right now, I'm getting him on waivers. That 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 is the difference, I think. Just summed up in one player. I think definitely with quarterbacks, I think some of the other positions a bit less so than QBs, but I think where you see with quarterbacks, that is the main difference between real life and fantasy for me. Taylor, you being our great fantasy brain, clearly it's a very different world. You spoke to this last week with your Titans love and then what it's like to be a fantasy analyst talking about the Titans. So uh, I, I definitely get that you're in the same boat and you, you'd mirror a lot of what Manjot says there. For sure. Like the QBs are the kind of the obvious ones, obviously rushing quarterbacks in the league. They might actually be not helping their teams in, in uh, real life NFL, but they're absolutely dominating for you and your fantasy team because it's almost broken in a way that rushing yards are just so, you know, worthwhile in fantasy. But really, in the end, they're actually only doing the same amount as a passing yard would uh, in real life. So it's not all these extra points that you get for fantasy that you don't obviously get in NFL. So, yeah. and it, some of the quarterbacks that are rushing quarterbacks, they definitely uh, portray different in fantasy than they do in real life. But yeah, just generally, like just because a person's obviously bringing fantasy points does not obviously mean that they're uh, obviously playing really, really well in the NFL and vice versa. There might be guys that are doing really, really good stuff uh, on their NFL field, but just aren't getting any fantasy points for it, like obviously blocking and things like that. So, you know, it's just a very different thing. Just sometimes there are a lot of things getting unnoticed by the by the fantasy analysts that a person like Manjot would probably be noticing being an actual NFL analyst. Yeah. yeah, I think that's going to be a real interesting thing too to see the um, the best team draft that the G'day Green Island guys did include things like offensive line positions and uh, defensive groupings and positions as well and players there. So it's, I think there's going to be a fair bit to be able to contrast the two as folks uh, have discovered the Aussie Gridiron Network and start to digest both versions of what we do here between the fantasy stuff and, of course, the, the NFL analysis, which is super important because without the NFL, there's no fantasy. Look, each week, our show is going to have a couple of real staple things. You can get to expect a lot of things that are going to just happen, like clockwork, because, you know, the structure of the NFL is fantastic. It's not like baseball or basketball with there's games all the time. You don't know what's coming or going. It's really structured, and that really gives us a lot of opportunity to be, you know, really quite consistent in the way we can deliver information for you to help you on your championship run. So... For Aussies on the Friday show, and that'll be Thursday show published in the US, we're going to be celebrating the pastry performer of the week every week, starting from next week's show, because we'll have some games, and Manjot's going to bestow a pastry on a player, and uh, well, there, there might be other pastries to go around too, but we'll we'll get to do that, mate. And it's all to do with what? Explain the pastry thing really quickly for those who are sort of new to the shores of this show. Yeah, the pastry performers. It was. A concept I started way long ago, OG days of YouTube back in, I think, 2017. Yeah, end of 2017, start 2018. 
I was randomly commentating NFL games. I might get back to that this year, actually, on Patient Press, by the way. Um, be sure to check that out. I might be commentating a few games every week, but not full game highlights. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. I was commentating all of these full games highlights and everything just straight from the NFL YouTube. I was just like, um, you know, screen recording my reactions to it. And then I was like, oh, shit, the MVP of the game. I need, like, a name for it. So I named after my mom's pastries because I used to give them out at school all the time. And I was still in, like, high school back then. I used to give out my mom's pastries. She used to pack three in the lunchbox for me. I used to always eat two of them. And then, you know, I gave one to a friend because I'm just a nice dude. Uh, at least I nice think dude. I'm a nice dude. Yeah, no, at least are. I think I <laughs> Yeah, all right, good, good. You really are. Just got to make sure. Just got to make sure I'm not so your mom would be proud of you, mate, like I am. Your mom yeah. would be real proud of you. Ah, thank you. Thank you, Maddie. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, so Patient Performer, just because the alliteration, it just stuck. And ever since, you know, I named my, I named Pastry Press, you know, in my blog 2018. That's where the name came from. My mom's pastries. It, it just, it'll flow from there. It's just been consistent branding ever since. And Perfect. I think, you know, yeah, now the Patient Performers, uh, we've been doing it on the podcast last year to start off. It was yeah, I think I think this year we might actually see some changes in the format. Mm. I I think uh, I proposed something to the to the AGN boys, all the good and great, all the Aussie NFL fantasy boys to to submit themselves um, a patient performer yeah. of the week. Like they that. they submit one as well, so everyone gets it. Not just me, but everyone in the whole network can actually put in a patient performer. I might tally it up or something, you know, I'm not sure if I could do like a Brandlow medal or Dally M sort yeah. of tally, but I think we're going to, as a podcast as well, a fantasy patient performer each as well. So the best fantasy player of the week. I think those might get a bit more personal because say like Jahan Dotson carries Taylor to a W <laughs> as he might do consistently this year. And then like say Cooper Cup outscores him in fantasy, but Taylor's just going to give it to Dotson for winning him the matchup. Like I, I actually don't, I wouldn't mind that sort of situation, but I think this year it's going to be interesting. It's not just going to be me this year. I think, you know, I'm going to open up to the boys. I'm going to let the boys put in their own patient performance. This is not just a manager thing. It's an yeah. AGN thing. So get ready to eat some pastries, boys. Let's go. It's going to be great. I know Tay's pretty fired up for that. Uh, but look, we're also going to run some mailbag every show the whole way through the season. So Manjot's been out there just talking to uh just talking to the folks, talking to the people. And mate, they've got questions. And I understand you've got just bag loads of questions coming in and we're gonna get to a couple every show. So um send them in to Manjot. We'll read out your tag, uh who you are, your handle, we'll read out your question, we'll answer your question. It's just good to know that then that's feedback that's getting directly to someone who wants to know. Uh, it's nice to be able to do that. So so hit the Pastry Press NFL page when you see Manjot prompt for them each week because um, we can help, right? Yeah, we can. We can. And um, I do want do want to see some of my followers uh, on this on this show as well. I'm really excited just to see them get themselves to ask us things and it, it will allow us to talk more real world scenarios i think more applicable yeah. to the average fantasy football player I, I know a lot of people want taylor's fantasy advice am i right taylor? 100%. they, they want to win like you right 
I hope they do, mate. If they don't, obviously they feel like losing and just, you know, having to do, you know, the fucking pancake challenge or something. So I, I think if you're out there and you want great advice, you want to win some championships, let's listen to listen to all three of us, mate. It's, it's an absolutely great show and we, we put a lot of effort into it and yeah, we, we all just can't wait to get into the season. Oh, it sounds like sometimes Matty C turns up with no idea what he's doing, but really I do prepare. It's hard to, hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> we will be answering some pressing questions off. and I'm keen to off. do it. Um, look, the other thing that we're going to do, especially in our early show, this is the Thursday, US Friday, Australia show, is that there's going to be different things that come up through the week. And some weeks, it's going to be a big week of news where we're going to have to talk about things that either get our goat about the week or there's uh, potentially going to be a great opportunity to talk about things that have shifted where we can talk about players that you could buy low and players you might potentially sell high, some candidates that you might want to get out from under, some candidates that might improve your roster if you act pretty quickly. So Taylor is actually the... Like, I, I don't even have a word to describe. He's just some sort of mythical creature of knowledge around how to do this because he does it every year. He comes onto the show and talks about these things two or three times, and then goes out and executes a bunch of them, and then goes and wins a bunch of fucking leagues. So, um, he's going to really help us spearhead uh, doing that sort of portion of a show every couple of weeks. We'll get some buy low and sell high. And then other weeks, we'll have some fantasy games like we're going to have this week. So, there's going to be a real mix of things to happen on the early week show. Tay, you're kind of the hero of our US Friday Aussie Saturday show because you bring in your old mate, Dr. Goodcall. Do you want to quickly describe how the Dr. Goodcall segments worked and what, you, what you're doing with it this year, mate? Yeah, mate, I, I'll have to give him a call. And I don't know what you're trying to insinuate that you thought I might have been Dr. Goodcall, but that couldn't be any further from the truth, whether <laughs> we have a very similar voice or not. But uh, obviously, we dial up Dr. Goodcall and uh, basically, he takes a look at every single position, obviously every single fantasy-relevant position, uh, and he basically tries to find a diamond in the rough each week, someone who m- you might be on your fantasy radar, but someone that you're probably going to be having start-sit decisions with, and he's going to basically pick out his favorite uh, player each sing- each week based off a lot of analysis, a lot of uh, sort of matchup-based analysis, and you know, he's going to tell you which players he really, really likes for that week in each position. Uh, and then, yeah, hopefully they're the kind of guys that you're maybe got in your – they could even be on your waiver wire. They could be in your team and you're making a decision on them. And it's just to give a little bit of clarity around those guys and, and why I think they're going to have some really, really good games this week. Yeah, perfect. Look, and what we have had Dr. Goodcall do in the past is he's gone and done that. Uh, and then occasionally he'll do something wild, like be like, okay, so this is like a three-leg multi. I also have to get this guy <laughs> not only to score this many points, or he has to have this many yards, or he has to score this many points in the first three quarters before he gets to junk time. Like, it's pretty exotic at times. Uh, I imagine we can expect something like that well, again, I, right? Well, I've spoke to him. And even with his, so he he also picks someone to avoid each week. Something we're calling, uh, what what are we calling it again, boys? Giving them the fantasy flu or fantasy? I don't fantasy know. It used to be a, the fantasy fades. Fantasy fades. There we go. Um, that we were going to call it, and he picks out a player each week, and it's not so much a player that he thinks is going to have a bad season. It's just specifically for that week, someone that you could maybe bench if you got them in your starting lineup. It's generally someone who's quite fantasy relevant because obviously he's not going to yeah. just pick out someone that's wide, rec- you know, picked to be a wide receiver 30 or 40 or something like that and save fade them because that's not really going to help anyone. Uh, but- it's normally a very, very fantasy relevant player and he doesn't like the matchup and he tells you exactly sort of why and delves into the analysis of it. Uh, and I, I have spoken to him and he not only is picking someone, he's also putting it out there to the people 
as a bit of a game as to look forward to future weeks about possibly actually picking that player up. So it's a it's a bit of a uh, I don't know what you'd call it, almost a pretzel. It just it's a roller coaster. He takes you on one side where he's telling you not to play him, and then he might be telling you to actually go after that player in the future. So mm. don't want to force it too much, but uh, yeah, I've talked to him and he's really really keen on it. So if I can, hang on, hang on. A fantasy pretzel. <laughs> this a, is fantasy, fantastic. a fantasy salted pretzel. That's the other word for it. I'm here for it, mate. I'm 100% here for it. I love that. So that, that's how Dr. Good Call is going to work this year. And that's generally, that's going to be the big feature of our, our mid, middle show, our Friday, US and Saturday Oz show. We'll also talk a bit to Mailbag as well. Every time we're going to be on mic, we're going to be talking to Mailbag. And we're going to be diving in and trying to help out uh, anybody who's got a fantasy question around what to do in their leagues. And then our Sunday Aussie and Saturday US show. Mate, again, of course, we're going to have Mailbag, but we're also going to play what was always the most popular shows of the season last year, our Starts of the Week. Maybe I should describe this well because I think if Taylor describes it, he's just going to go on a diatribe about how awesome he is. I'll let him do that at the end. <laughs> We're all just going to draft a team. Um, there's going to be a reason the person who decides to draft order decides to draft order. So it's not just the person who wins the week before goes first. But the idea there is that we'll end up with four players each, a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end who are sort of either less than 50% started or less than 50% owned or, or someone who's a real shot in the dark or someone who's been trending the wrong way who will like have faith in them now because they'll score your points this week. And, and then we'll, in our lineup of those four people, tally up their points for the week. Whoever scores the most points, you get three competition points and then two and then one. And, and those competition points will add up every week over the course of the season until Taylor wins the fucking competition again, because that's how it works. <laughs> yeah. See, Taylor, I did it for you, mate. There you go. <laughs> I wait 18 weeks and then I get a bronze shack dick. So um, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> wonderful. But but just to sort of touch on it again, it's kind of an extension of Dr. Goodcall in a way that we're not going and telling everyone, oh, I got quarterback, I got Patrick Mahomes and running back, I got Christian <laughs> McCaffrey. Like, I love their matchups this week. It's, it's basically <laughs> trying to help you guys out there uh, who are making star sit decisions and just unsure on guys to play or – you know, like you've got a guy that's got a carrying a bit of an injury and you're wondering if there's anyone you can pick up off the white waiver wire to play. We're looking at guys like that. We're not like thinking of just complete obvious guys. We're looking at ones yeah. that people might be overlooking, but we really, really like their matchup or there's something about them, especially in week one. Uh, we like something about their camp, you know, something like that. Like there's always sort of reasons we like these guys, but they just, they might not be completely known out there or people just aren't starting them and maybe we're giving them that push to start them. Yeah, I mean, 100% right, man, John. It's not like, uh, you know, how many weeks are you not going to start Christian McCaffrey, for fuck's sake? He's a 49ers fan. That's crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, um, I, I'm starting him every week in Astro and then 100%. twice on Sundays. So, you know, it doesn't help anyone. It can't help anyone to say that. But I think the thing that also you get with our show and because of the, just the way that we work is there's going to be insults, fights, nonsense. Yep. Uh, that's all we're going to come with it. So stick with us all season. That's going to be how we approach this on the Friday show Aussie time that's Thursday US, the uh, Saturday show that's Friday time US, and then our Sunday show that's uh, Saturday time US. How, what do we say? Not here to fuck spiders. I want to dive into the first segment of the first show. Now we've got all the explanation out of the way. Where's the mailman? Need some advice? Would you rather have a small slice of a lovely cake? Who has the mail? Or would you rather a huge piece of a dog shit cake? Thanks to your questions at Pastry Press NFL. And Aussie NFL Fantasy. I guess this is kind of a shit cake, but it can be a decent cake too. 
All right, let's talk a little bit about things that are going on in Gridiron World out there and and help some folks out. Manjot, understand we've got three folks from the mailbag we can help out. Who's first? What do they need help with? I've got my man, Mukund, ft.mooks underscore on the IG. He asks, Mike Evans fantasy stock, buying or selling? So <laughs> give him a buy, buy and sell here. I don't know if he's listened to much of the show, but let's let's give him some. Let's give him some taste of this Mike Evans debate. Yeah, I'll jump in. And mm. I think I spoke on an earlier show where, you know, mm. obviously Maddie and I, we actually have a water bet with Manjot where we've taken the Godwin side, but it's a straight up bet. It's not an ADP bet. Uh, yeah. I, I've actually said that I actually think Mike Evans might be the better pick in fantasy this year than Godwin. I know that probably yeah. sounds stupid given the water bet, but it's just an ADP thing. Like I'm seeing Mike Evans go two rounds behind Chris Goldwyn in a lot of drafts. So to me, that's value enough where I would probably take the shot on Mike Evans. Uh, Baker has a very good deep ball, and that's where Mike Evans obviously eats. So I'm actually wondering if Baker might not actually be that bad of a situation for Mike Evans. My, my concern is that we just saw Tom Brady throw for like almost a record, or it might have even been a record of 730-odd pass attempts, and we still didn't really get a great Mike Evans season. And he's obviously a year older. So I, I'm not really, really high on him, and I haven't really gone after either of the receivers. So I'm in 11 leagues, and I don't think I have Mike Evans or Chris Goldwyn in either. So I would say if, if, if I'm having to be on one side, I would say I'm fading him. Uh, but look, I, I wouldn't hate on – he's not. He's definitely not someone I would hate on anyone for getting um, because, it, to, to be honest, you're not really paying a huge price this year like yeah. you probably have in previous. But at the same time, I don't see a ceiling for him. So when I see him uh, at that ADP, I'm just fading him because I just don't see how he's going to win me my league, and that's what I'm trying to do. I mean, we've got that water bet going on. You two have said Goblin's going to finish over Evans. I've said Evans is going to finish over Goblin in terms of fantasy rankings this year. And look, I'm still I'm still back in Evans. I think it's interesting considering where he's being drafted and where he can be bought or sold. And that's mm. that's something that interests me actually quite a bit. Um like Taylor said, there's not too much of a ceiling with Mike Evans, but I think there's a consistent floor. And look, he's got a thousand yards every single year of his career. So I think based on history, you're guaranteed a 1000 yard receiver in the seventh round of your drafts. I think, I think that's pretty good. I, I would say I'm slightly buying it, but not too much. Like I'm not too into Mike Evans, but I'm I'm more towards where Taylor is. It's just I think I'd describe it a different way. And I'll say I'm slightly buying the hype on him just because I think he's got a solid, solid floor that he's just going to get a thousand yards every year of his career. Maybe tack on 10 TDs or something and get himself over 200 points guaranteed for the season. I just slightly buy it, but not too much. So and for me, this comes down to your roster construction for me, right? So if I've yeah. gone and got a really steady number one receiver and I'm looking for a guy who could blow up and give me 40 one week or he could give me, you know, three because that's who Mike Evans is, right? He'll get you a 1,000 yards, but he'll get 60% of them in four games. Um, that's the instance where I'm like, it's going to be so much cheaper to buy a Mike Evans than it is to try and get the Godwin guy um, to give up Godwin. So that's where I would target Evans. So it, to me, it's a roster construction question. 
if I've got a Keenan Allen or somebody who's got a really yeah, steady that's score, what I said. <laughs> that's that's the time. So I, it's not that I don't like Mike Evans. I think your situation's got to be right. But if you put them in a vacuum and said to me, which one do you want, Matty? Um, and I just got to pick one or the other as I was building a team from nothing, I would take, I'd probably take Godwin because I just feel like he is likely to have the shorter yardage work and he will get more catches and it will just be a little bit of a better floor. And then in that instance, if my earlier receiver is a guy who can blow up and throw up big games like Tyreek Hill, that's probably why I won Godwin. So it, it to me really does depend on your situation. If that's a situation you find yourself in though, where you've got the steady guy, yeah, go right after Mike Evans. But I, I do think it, it does have to do with your particular roster. 100%. Cool, cool. Okay, that, so we're all kind of buying it. Uh, Manjo, what you got next? Yeah, I've got our boy Kevin, BK Pato, 87 on the IG. He says, someone offered me Rashad White and a 24-third for DJ Moore and Dynasty. Would that be a solid trade or would that be sort of a trade that you're not taking? So Rashad, let me repeat Ooh. that again. Rashad White and a 24-third in exchange for DJ Moore. Would you take oh. that trade? Um, Taylor, Taylor so, loves so trading. Dynasty, dynasty <laughs> trade, obviously, we're talking about here. Yeah, Dynasty. Yeah, boy. So you said as a third? 24 yeah, third, third and Rashad White. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd keep DJ Moore. Um, I, I, I just think Rashad White, the problem with his, I don't mind him in redraft this year because I think he's the first man up in that backfield. The problem is for him, and I know this goes against the fact that I kind of like him in redraft, is I'm not 100% sure he's a great player. I just think he's first up in that team. And and the O-line isn't going to be great again for for the Bucs. And my worry and concern is that, you know, as the season sort of goes on, they may look elsewhere. And if they're struggling halfway through the year, they might look at, you know, Tucker, who, who they just drafted. They might start looking at some of their other backs and things like that. And they might start to actually eke into his role. And then by the end of the year... You're not even sure where Rashad White stands moving forward, and then and then what have you got with that a third? I think DJ Moore's worth that more more than that to be honest, and you know he's got the ability obviously to grow with Justin Fields, so he could be anything in a year. I know there's also the chance that it doesn't you know turn into what we want, but I would still rather have the young asset at wide receiver than I would sort of with the un you know the unknown of a, of a running back situation where no one's paying them or anything like that and then a third round pick. So I'm definitely yeah. on the uh the more side. I I'm gonna agree with Taylor on this one. I think I think Kevin, yeah, you gotta keep gotta keep DJ Moore. And the reason is same as Taylor said, there's a lot of uncertainty in Tampa Bay. There's there's a lot more of I would say a brighter future for DJ Moore. And I think with the potential he has versus where Rashad White is. And also, you got to know, like, running backs have that short shelf life. So that is a very, very tough place to be if you're going to trade, like, a young, talented receiver for a young, talented running back, especially if your dynasty is going on for years and years and years. You'd rather hold on to that young receiver that's more promising than just some young running back that's on a bad team. So 100% agree with what Taylor said. Now, look, I want to present the case for when you would take this trade because I think... Okay. Yeah, like the um, line, yeah. Yeah, and because I agree with you. If you're in a vacuum and you're like, here's the basket that has the items in it and here's the one item you trade for it, I'm like, well, the item, the one item, DJ Moore, is far more valuable than what you're going to get back. But the scenario where I think you entertain this is if 
what you're just missing is a guy who you know is going to be on the field. He doesn't have to be talented. A guy who you know is going to be on the field because you've been squirreling away Leonard Fournette for a couple of years, and now he doesn't have a team, and you just need a guy who's going to be on the field who you know is going to get volume. He doesn't have to be the sexiest girl in the bar. Sometimes you just got to be a girl in the bar, and you're going to score. So uh, that is the scenario where I would take the Rashad White package. If that's what I'm missing to make sure that my team stays not in the competitive part of the field in a dynasty, in the contending part, you have to have been a top two, three finisher last year and feel like you can recycle that again to do this. That's the time I would do it because, well, fuck it. If you don't do it this year, what's the guarantee you're still going to be in that top third next year? None. So if you are in that contending phase, you have to do what you can to make sure you win the years that you're contending. There's no point hanging on to DJ Moore, not having a starter. He might be on the fringe of your starting team because you got him a few years back and you've got other great receivers. Hanging on to this guy for years and years isn't going to help you win the title today. If you need to make a title-winning move like that today, do it. Rashad White not, might not be the guy to make the title-winning move, but, yeah. I mean, again, he is the guy who's getting the volume. And if you don't have a running back that's getting the volume and you need that spot field, you could do worse. Yeah, so roster construction again. It's how badly do you need a running back? I still wouldn't. Uh, I still wouldn't take that specific deal. Uh, I understand what you're saying is that like yep. Rashad White's value to your team specifically becomes higher because you need a body and you need someone for this year if you're contending. Uh, I don't think trading, you know, a, very, a guy who could actually help a contender this year in DJ Moore for that package specifically works. But, I mean, I'd be looking – I, I kind of feel like the line would be closer to something being that uh, like a Rashad White and a first uh, for DJ Moore. I think that would make that a lot more interesting. But the problem is in that situation, if you're a contender, you're not really after picks. So you'd probably be looking nope. for a better running back than that if you're trading to get a running back f- for DJ Moore. So – yeah, I was just trying to give a bit more context to that yeah. as well. But um, I, I agree with you. Obviously, the fact if you're really, really desperate at running back, it obviously changes your opinion a bit. 100%. And Kevin, this one's right to you, mate. Uh, if the person that you're trading with is after DJ Moore, it sounds like they've come to you because it said from the outset you got offered. Yeah. Um, mate, it sounds like someone offered you because it doesn't sound like the sort of thing you'd be offering somebody else. So uh, yeah, probably absolutely. tells you a little bit about where the benefit lies. So Hit that yeah, camera, it, it is. It Hit is the button. Edit that. All right. We've got one more question here. Uh, okay. We've got Bede, uh, my man. Uh, he says, uh, Mahomes will struggle against the Lions back, Kelsey. Do you guys believe in this take or not? Because we, we're just talking about Kelsey on the side. As of the time of recording, Ian Rappaport actually came out and said, it is a bro- bone bruise. So just with the bruising there, I think – it shows no structural damage, no ligament damage to the knee as of right now. So what do you guys think? Like if Mahomes doesn't have Kelsey, will he struggle against the Lions? Okay. Uh, it's very much who you're comparing him to. Uh, <laughs> is, is he going to struggle for Mahomes? Probably yes. Like I, I'm not going to go out there here and say that Mahomes is going to be as good if not better with without Kelsey than he would be with him. But who are you comparing him to? He's probably still a top three, four quarterback even without him. He's he's still going to be absolutely phenomenal. I had this joke this morning with someone where where we, someone was trying to say, oh, he's probably still going to have 400 yards. And they were trying to work <laughs> out who's, 
who's that going to be for fantasy? And I pretty much laughed and said, it's probably going to, I can see him having 40 yards to 11 different receivers and finishing with 440 yards and probably a couple of touchdowns still. But it's, I don't know if that 100% there's going to be some one person that actually breaks out. I just think he's going to do the whole dink and dunk and find his way to get it to a whole bunch of different receivers. I, I wouldn't be if, – if the end to this question is that they're worried about Mahomes in fantasy or if they're thinking of benching him, don't. He is going to be fine. He is going to be better than most quarterbacks out there. It would take a Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, I guess probably Lamar, but even Lamar is still a question mark at this point. So And those guys aren't going to be on your bench if you've got Mahomes anyway. So yeah. do not worry about him. He's going to be fine. I'm certain he'll still have well over 200 yards. He, he's just too good of a quarterback for it. But do I think he's better or the same without Kelsey? No, I don't. That's stupid. Yeah. He still he still won't be he won't be as prolific, but he's still going to be very very good. Man, Josh, you've got to you've got to have an answer to this one, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I do, and it's that. Never doubt Mahomes. I mean, this wasn't even written with a question mark. This was an actual take. And I do appreciate some boldness here, but I think Mahomes against the Lions defense, that's really gelling, I would say, more of a younger defense. He's gonna he's gonna find his way. I mean, it's Patrick Mahomes. He's gonna find his way, barring something absolutely bizarre where the Lions actually like just destroy him somehow. I, I'm not sure how that would happen, to be honest. I think any which way he'll find a way to do well against Detroit, pro- probably win the game. I, I do have KC winning this game, as I said, I'm good at Gridiron. Uh, I think Mahomes will still put up quite a few points. And I said, I said that before Kelsey went down. I think after Kelsey went down, I, I think it's going to be... Yeah, he might lose a couple TDs maybe, but I still think he'll find a way to get a job done. And I don't particularly agree with this take, but yeah, I, I do appreciate the boldness of some of my followers, to be honest. They they love to be bold, as you guys will find out good at Gridiron this week. There are a few bold ones out there. Love it. Love it. Well, I'm going to answer the question with a question, right? So if your question is, oh, is Mahomes going to struggle without Kelsey? And you start looking around what you'd like it to have that isn't named Patrick Mahomes. Okay. The question is, Mahomes with no Kelsey or Kirk Cousins versus Tampa Bay? Mahomes with no Kelsey or, I don't know, Jared Goff in the same game? Mahomes without Kelsey or Daniel Jones at Dallas? Like... None of these are Mahomes without Kelsey. Mahomes without Kelsey is better than all of these. What are, you, what are, what are we doing? <laughs> so there's no way that you, you're in a position where you own somebody who's in a better position than Mahomes without Kelsey unless you did something wild like took two quarterbacks in back-to-back rounds, which I think you would need a head injury assessment at that point. We'd be really questioning what you were doing on draft day and um, maybe what you were drinking. So that, I think that, that sums that one up for me. Yeah, it's a no-brainer in fantasy. Um, the generic sort of question or the nature of the question, just will he struggle? Um, Like I said, that's why I kind of tried to say, look, I don't think he's going to be better without him, but I I definitely don't think he's going to struggle. So it's definitely a no, but just sort of temper some of the expectations Mm. just because he is his safety blanket and there might be some plays where, you know, some of his guys that are less trusted just aren't going to be there for him. So um, I obviously uh, don't believe it's a step up or even a step sideways without Kelsey. 
Uh, but he's still, you know, the best quarterback in the league. So he, he'll adjust. Quite simply. Now, Manjot, we're going to have mail every episode. Can you just let people know where they find your prompt for mail? Yeah, so every Tuesday at 10 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, that is 8 a.m. Eastern Time right now for all of my American fans and I think Indian Time because I know a couple of Indian guys put in some questions this week. Uh, I assume that's like 5, 6 o'clock Indian Time. Uh, I yep. think, yeah, it's our 5.30, 6.30 Indian Standard Time. Uh, so, you know, all around the world, we've got fans. They're sending in all of this mail. Fantasy mailbag is going to be open Tuesday nights, Monday nights. You can put in your um, – or Monday morning for the Americans. You can put in your NFL takes, your general ones, and we'll read those out in Good A Gridiron. So there you go, the pastry press. I'm sure Maddie will put the prompt up in the Aussie NFL fantasy um, page as well. Of I course. Think. Of course. Yeah. So you'll also find it there at Aussie NFL yeah. Fantasy. There you go. Yeah. So we'll, we'll have we'll have those go up. We want the listeners this year to really be able to interact with the show. It's not just our show, it's your show too. So I think yeah. that's what we need to that's what we're trying to do across the network this year. It's really trying to get all of you guys to keep listening and keep engaged with our content and really really Develop a bond with us. You know, you guys can talk to us. We can talk to you. So that sort of bond, I think, we're, we're trying to build out this year with our listeners. You guys deserve it for being so loyal. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. So this is no surprise. This has been the most popular show of the week. Wicka, 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 wild, wild, worst. Jim worst. Taylor. How much should I be thinking about Jimmy Garoppolo when it's about fantasy football? Because I think about him a lot when it's just about how handsome he is. Ozzy? He's probably going to the Guangdong Tigers. Eat shit. Shit broke. Um, I'm going to go <laughs> Romeo Dobbs. NFL? I'll be honest. Outside of you um, telling me to grow up, I, I don't feel like I heard anything else. Uh, it's like a jet stream of shite. Fantasy. Come on, baby. Make it hurt so good. Yeah, Joy <laughs> fell. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry for going about who you were. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Unless you're Manjot and you're an expert at well, bloody everything. Um, so My ball sack hurts. That was low-hanging fruit. Uh, fellas, we're going to talk about uh, something else that's happening with the shows on the network. I'm pretty excited about this one. We've arranged to make little camps of uh, the folks who are NFL guys and the folks who are fantasy guys. So light versus the dark, and uh, we are going to be ho- holding a bit of a tipping contest with the NFL games. It's head- heads up, there's no line involved. It's just going to be who wins the game outright. Manjot, can you describe to us who's on what teams here between G'day Gridiron and the Fantasy Guys? Because this there's going to be some trouble, I think. Okay, so now we got we got to say there's some obvious guys that are going to be on their camp. So Brad and Ian, they're the G'day Gridiron guys, so they're they're obviously in G'day Gridiron. Maddie okay. and Taylor always on Aussie NFL Fantasy. So they're obviously going to be the Aussie NFL Fantasy team. Okay. But the, there's a certain couple of people out there um, whose name starts with M but not named Maddie. Um, there's two <laughs> people who have the letter M as the start of their name who have appeared on both shows multiple times across the off-season, and even one of them is a full-time host for both of them, as well do- as well as doing a social media page and being the voice of Australian Gridiron, according to Maddie. I'm not sure who that is, but anyway, 
I got to choose. Yes, and that that was me. Okay, like the guy it was you. Okay, it was me. Yeah, it, it was me. Yeah, I'm I'm that voice of strength gridiron, according to Maddie. Um, but you took us on a roller coaster there, man. Yeah, yeah that, that was a pretzel. M Night Shyamalan over here. <laughs> yeah, so first name's Manjot ado, if you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, without further ado, Manjot Knight. I had the pick. Yeah, I had the pick of the podcast between me and the boys. I thought I didn't want to roast the fantasy boys, but I thought I was more suited to the good at gridiron boys because one, I I think you know I'm more I, I would describe more of myself as an NFL analyst more than a fantasy analyst but i'm i'm like a bit of both you know i'm i'm a guy that does everything i'm like the jack of jack in the box jack of all trades that's one that's what Hybrid. It is. i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm like the jack of all trades across this entire gridiron thing so i'm probably not the master of any of them but <laughs> that being said maybe maybe social media is more my game but that being said I am a, I do think of myself as more of an NFL guy because I talk more NFL and my even my fantasy an- analysis is like more about like NFL stuff that I watch rather than looking at the fantasy box scores all the time. So I feel like that's that's kind of where I was leaning. I also thought like Mark because he loves his dynasty. He does a dynasty fantasy podcast. It makes sense to put him with the fantasy boys too. So um, okay. this is no disrespect to the fantasy boys, okay? But you guys are going to lose, though. You know, good at Gridiron Boy is going to win. Even if you got Taylor who wins everything, you guys are going down because we, we are going to smoke that pack, man. We are going to smoke that Aussie NFL fantasy pack. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm really confident. Us boys got this. You know, you better be listening to Brad this week on Good at Gridiron because oh. man, he's coming out swinging, boys. You guys better be careful Fucking when Brad. you're listening because Fucking my man Brad go. got us. He got us. He got our backs. You know, we're ready, man. I'm ready. Taylor, you're not going to take this line down, are you, mate? No, of course not, mate. We all, we all know we all know we're the best, Matty. Uh, I know we take shots at each other, but really it's we because don't. we're just we've got tall poppy syndrome. And we just know we're the best, and uh, I feel like if if we take each other down, it means we're the best because we know that the other person's second. So, look, these guys oh. are beneath us in in many many ways, and uh, man, Jot in the middle is going to be in the middle of ass cheeks because they're they're going to be absolutely collapsed. <laughs> Oh, oh my god! I'm so glad I threw that to you. I couldn't have done any of that. That was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. Okay, so so we've got a trader in our mids, but it's okay because you know, Manjot. I know you had a tough decision Manjot, to make. Manjot the mole. Yeah, and mate. It's okay to be wrong. It's fine to be wrong. I don't mind. I still oh, love you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it, it was tough. It was tough. I I didn't want to let down my. My fantasy boys, especially knowing that every week I have to come back, and if you guys are beating us, then I- I'll have to get the ass whooping yeah. on behalf of Ian and Brad, yeah. which would be like a real shame for me. I think that's what free ass whoopings worth that I have to get by myself. Yeah, uh, I mean we got that group chat going, but that's not enough. I mean, come on, you got to hear the the ass whooping. You can't be like watching oh, yeah. it. This needs to be in the public reading. domain. That's correct. And yeah, that's exactly why this exists. <laughs> Just make sure yeah. you're at least one point ahead of those two because at least you can come on this platform and test shreds off them and there's nothing they can yeah, do. And be like, right, I've got a sore back from carrying those oh, clowns. You can do that. We don't mind that. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, that sounds like that sounds like a few fantasy players over the years for my teams, to be honest. So, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> just sore from carrying everybody. But it's going to be great. So what we'll do with each show then, we, we've got to get our tips in before the um, before games kick off on the Sunday. Of course, the Thursday night game, we, we've got to have that one selected. But what we're going to do there is uh, then uh, on the podcast each week, we'll just have a quick update of the scoreboard of who's sort of sitting where, how that tallies up for GG versus Aussie NFL Fantasy in terms of the ongoing for the season. Just, you know, the rivalry is, uh, is going to be real. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. So we'll update that every week. Tay, I want to throw to you real quickly about a promotion. This is our first real big promotion giveaway. And this is 100% come from the twisted mind of Taylor. Tell us about it, man. It is, mate. I just, it sort of come to me just one day and I just thought, what if, we sort of tried to promote the show a little bit more and we wanted to, you know, get a bit more exposure. But at the same time, we could actually, you know, dip in our own pockets and do a giveaway. So yep. everyone obviously really likes jerseys. You know, you see guys that are either massive NFL fans, even people who aren't. They just, for some reason, like the jerseys and that you see them out there wearing Mahomes and Burrow jerseys all the time. And I thought that would be an awesome giveaway to give one of our followers and listeners, listeners of the show um, and then obviously gets them still listening to the show and, and continuing the journey with us this year. So we sort of come up with a bit of a giveaway um, that we will be posting this week on our Instagram. Uh, basically, I, I won't go into too much of the details because obviously it's all going to be on the post. But basically, it's going to be every uh, Monday night football uh, for the first four weeks, we're going to be taking your score predictions, who you think's going to win the game, what you think they're going to win by, who's going to be the biggest uh, fantasy scorer for that game, and we're going to exclude quarterback. So it's just yep. going to be running back, uh, wide receiver, and tight end that you can pick uh, from those games. And, and basically, we're going to tally up points. So basically, it's two uh, one point if you pick the winner, uh, two points if you pick the fantasy player that's the highest scorer, uh, and then a couple and two points as well if you get the margin. So we're going to tally that up over the four weeks. Uh, basically, every single week we're going to put up a new post, and that's where you put your guesses. Uh, and at the end, who has, whoever has the most points uh, wins the jersey. So, yeah, look, it's just something I, I, I thought of and I thought would be a great uh, thing to do for our followers. And, yeah, look, it, it, everyone loves a jersey, and I think everyone likes to have, you know, takes and, and, and talking about who they think is going to win games. So I think it goes hand in hand. And, and if we get a few more followers and, and people get really engaged, and honestly, it helps everyone. Now, man, John, I have to say, you, you can't win this, by the way. I know you're super excited about this. You actually can't enter and win it, man, John. I'm sorry, mate. Uh, I'm actually thinking about it all week, man. Thinking about was, dropping off the was... show and just being a follower. He's going to be like, super fan. <laughs> yeah, I was going to go back to the super fan days and win that shit, man. But look. <laughs> I, free I ticket to a Halfunga jersey. That's what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah, that's he's like the only Niners player. I literally don't have a jersey. It's just him and like Juszczyk <laughs> and Trent Williams. And on maybe, Moody. Which, yeah, or, or Wishnowski. Like, uh, yeah. those are like probably the only guys of, that are like, you know, superstars on the team that, that I don't have like a jersey on. Yeah, I literally got them all. It's yeah. literally like Pokemon. I don't need the jersey. Caught them all. Except, I mean, I'd be happy to have a Mahomes jersey or something. Oh, Lamar. I need my Lamar jersey someday, but uh, just because I love the dude. But anyway, I digress. I, I'm I'm really excited for this though. I'm I'm excited. If you're new, if you're listening to the show for the first time, I hope you've enjoyed it so far. I think yeah. I think it's probably been 
worthwhile and i think you guys should stick around for the whole season uh because we actually have the most fun we are the top fantasy podcast in all of australia we we actually have as many listeners as the nfl fantasy podcasters in australia like we're that good at what we do with that I don't know. It's good the right word there, Manny. I see you laughing, but I, I mean, I think that shows that we are we have some good quality, in my yeah. opinion. Um, I think we're the top I don't laugh because right there's some big network and we're just a couple of Aussie guys who really love what we do. And we, we've clearly hit something where people uh, have reacted to, hey, this is great analysis and we're getting it from people who sound like us and look like us and and they live life the way we live life. And I feel like there's this cultural just like void that was waiting to be filled by somebody who was going to do it well and y- you couldn't get much more of a, a nice cross-section of, of Aussie dudes than we've got a guy who's in his 40s, guy in his 30s, guy in his 20s, we've got wildly different backgrounds. We love this sport like nothing else. And we all talk a bit slack Jordan and are a little bit offensive and uh, maybe a little bit irreverent. And I think that that is what Australia needed. And, and the drive of people to fantasy football is kind of saying, well, we want to get it from people who live life like us. So, so 100%, I think it's no surprise to me that the people want to hear that and they want to get that product. I'm just really, really glad we get to be the people who do that because we just love the fantasy stuff so much. And it's amazing to think that a couple of these massive big networks who provide you know, big budgets and, and they pour a lot of research into what they do and they spend a lot of money on that. And, and, you know, the, we're able to get similar sort of traction with people because of just how genuine we are about how we do it and how honest we are about how we present it. So I, I just love that. I really love that about the way our show sits. Yep, absolutely, Maddie. And like I said, like we're more than happy to put our hands into our pockets and, and give a follower a prize like this. And, you know, it just shows the, commit, the w- commitment we have to this podcast. And and like I said, if we can yeah. get some more people uh, listening, we're, we're getting some great followers and great listeners already, uh, especially for this season. But if we can just sort of hit the ground running and get more people listening, we're like I feel like the content we do is great. We put a lot into it. And, um, yeah, we're just sort of three Aussie guys just just looking to have a go. And, and we love our sport. And, you know, we, we really care about the NFL and a lot of other sports. So, yeah, yeah. honestly, it's going to be great. It's basically... You know, like I said, the info will be on the on the post. Uh, basically, it's one entry per person. Uh, you got to follow all uh, four of his, four of our pages um, on, yeah. on Instagram. We don't want to make it too hard for everyone, but we've just got a few sort of parameters you just got to hit uh, before. And there will also be a code in our uh, in our podcast each week. Um, it'll Ooh. be the same code, so you just have to DM us that uh, to be eligible for the jersey. Um, but yeah, yeah, just that, that were just some of the parameters on there. But like I said, it'll be on the uh, Instagram post anyway. Okay, Doc. So just to run down what people need to do with what they're predicting to, they need to predict the winning team of the Monday Night Football game, the margin of the game, and the top fantasy scorer who's not a quarterback. Yep. Plus the code word. That's it. So the, What's code, the code word. word? You, do we the, we, the we get to give them that? Don't put the code word in the guess. Send it as a DM, and you once you've sent it once, that's it. You're 100 percent locked in. And guys, the code word will be Monty. As a shout out to my boy Montgomery, who's going to dominate this year. And just want to say, just <laughs> and and Taylor, Taylor, do do we spell that like the Count of Monte Cristo, or do we spell that M O N T Y? M-O-N-T-Y. But look, if someone spells it a little bit differently and they've clearly heard it, I'm not too worried. <laughs> but let's go with M-O-N-T-Y as a shout-out to Montgomery. 
Okay. If you do spell it like the Arnott's Chocky Bicky, it's okay. We don't mind. But uh, okay. as long as we know say, who it is. I do want to say I did draft Montgomery in a league this week. So all is good. I'm happy. I'm happy to have him on a fantasy team. And that was literally a team that got me an A plus 50 and O projected. We're going to talk about that later. But yeah, there is there is <laughs> going to I be say? some fireworks. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I'm still very excited that we've got a promotion and uh, we're going to reward people for supporting us. Uh, it's, it just feels so good to know that uh, we've got the opportunity to give a little something back, you know? kind of love that. It's a yeah, great idea. And th- thank you for all the organising behind this, Taylor, too. He's really been the driver of this one and uh, I'm super excited that we all get to support it. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. I think all of them are three-syllable surnames at the moment, too, which is only even better. Uh, and man, jo- yeah. you and I. And shot. Are you doing Burgesson. the classic? Yeah, and yeah. Shot. Show Ferguson. Gabe Davis is the prototype for everything is wrong with fantasy. Ozzy. Like I just see you guys taking my coaching tips. I feel like a, a proud dad right now. You know. NFL. He accused me of being really hypocritical the last time I touched anything that came in a red jersey. Too. <laughs> by the way, I just want that on the record. Fantasy. And she goes, no, "What the no. hell is Aussie NFL fantasy?" Oh my god, that's actually Taylor speaking. <laughs> this is the Aussie NFL fantasy show. Here's your uh, soundbite, Maddie. Like I just <laughs> see you guys taking my coaching tips. I feel like a, a proud dad right now. <laughs> you know. Now, guys, before we wrap up the show this week, I need to talk to you each. Um, we, we've got a little fantasy game on a play. We haven't done fantasy Ooh. games for quite a while. And, and this is not a low-stakes game. The winner of the fantasy game in this show is going to determine the draft order for the start of the week Ooh. on the Sunday Australian Times show, the Saturday US show. So the stakes are high. It means I'm counting myself out of that because I'm going to be asking the question, but it means one of you two is going to choose the draft order. And I mean, the great thing about that is, well, you can put anyone where you want, but you get to make the decision. Uh, so you, you, you're ready to have a crack at the who am I's I've got for the draft order selection process. Let's do it. Let's go. All right. I have to stop sharing my screen now because it's got the questions on it. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. No cheaty cheatering. Um, okay. And because Taylor won last year, I need to give you some sort of advantage here, Tay. And I'm going to just let you choose whether you want the first question or the second question. Set A or set B? Ooh, I'm going to go set B. I'll let Manjo go first. All right. Okay. All right. Do you remember how this works, Manjot? I'm going to ask... Five. I'm going to give you five hints. If yeah. you can get it at the first hint, you get five points. If you get it at the second hint, you get four. Scaling down until I, I five, pretty much four, three to one. Yeah. yeah. So you can't score less than one. Um, but whoever gets the higher score will win this segment. Okay. Also, I've been playing a lot of NFL Macula Grid recently. Yeah. So hopefully that hopefully my ball knowledge has gone up a bit uh, over the last month or something. I really need my ball knowledge to be 100% right now. Come on, ball knowledge. Sit in, man. Sit in. I'm, I would like to lie to you and tell you that will probably help you with this, but it, it's, it's not going to help. It's not going to help at all. <laughs> I mean, Weddle, Weddle. I should I should get back to playing Weddle, to be honest, as well. Anyway, yeah. I digress. That won't help you with this either. So good luck, good luck mate. Um, I believe in you. <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> okay, so the who am I? Um, your five-point hint is that I played my college football at Michigan State. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
You know who's the first person that comes into my head when you say Michigan State? It's literally Draymond Green. No. It's literally Draymond <laughs> Green out of everyone. And he's in the NBA. <laughs> Yeah, he's not eligible for this. So not not Draymond, obviously. Uh, who do I know from Michigan State? I just think of Connor would? Cook. That's that's all I think of. It's Connor Cook. I don't know why. All right. It's fantasy relevant too. So I know it's like quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Correct. It's not, not going to be some fringe defensive special teamer or something. This is a fantasy relevant player. Yeah, I, I have a feeling it's a quarterback. Um. And I bet that's I bet the position's gonna come up in the next couple of guesses. Uh, uh dang, who played for Michigan State? I'm trying to think like I, I actually don't know, but Tank Bixby? <gasps> it's not Tank Bixby. Oh, of course. There you go. It's, yeah, obviously it's not gonna be. No, it's just you mentioned the Jaguar. So, you know, I've got the Jags flag hanging up here. I'm, it was keeping me warm yeah. like a nana blanket a minute ago, but now the heat has kicked in, I feel good. Um, okay, second hint. This will be for four points. Um, yep. I used to wear number 12. Ah, uh, damn it. Ah, uh, this. Okay, he went from number 12 to probably single digit. That means he's like a wide receiver. Okay, that makes sense. Um, like number 12. Yeah, who was in the. I've done, I did the countdown too, by the way. I just got to say. Um, also, for anyone out there screaming Tom Brady, he went to Michigan, not Michigan State. So he did. He was a Wolverine. Yeah, not a Trojan, not, not a Spartan. Trojan. They're Spartans, Daddy. Spartan. I, I knew that oh, much. that's USC. I've been to their stadium. I need a Trojan. Yeah, I knew that up. much about Michigan State that I know the Spartans. Spartans. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Michigan State fans. I'm. I really apologize. <laughs> yeah, Michigan State coming out for you, there, Daddy. Um. Uh, 12, what I'm wondering 12. now is, has Taylor sent me an answer? <laughs> I haven't looked. No, I haven't. Taylor plays in the background? It's, uh, what about Calvin Ridley? I'm guessing Jags just because. <laughs> That's not a bad place to guess. It's, it's not like Calvin it. Ridley. The 18? All right. Yeah, I think he was 18. At, uh, yeah, he was 18. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay. So three points, three points. Um, I was the pro football writer's most improved player in 2015. Oh, 2015. Yeah. All right. We're talking some old, old school. Yeah, yeah. Right. Relevant fantasy players. In the league, uh, pro writer, football writer's most improved player in 2015. Used to wear 12 from Michigan State. Uh, Doesn't wear 12 now. All right. So they are current. Okay. Um, yeah, of course. Of course. All right, all right, good, good. Um, <laughs> good to know. I'm like, yeah, just uh, a current player, someone out there playing football. God, 2015. I assume in 2015 they were wearing number 12 as well. Ah, oh, God, this this is like the peak, like this is like peak childhood NFL. Yeah, sorry. Oh, wait, wait, we got it. Oh shit. Now, now <laughs> I know I'm done. Now I know I'm done. Um. Now the pressure's on. Okay. Um, God, Maddie's got to edit out so much what I'm it's saying. It's so funny, though. Like, just with, like, I had, I couldn't have had any less idea up until that guess. And that, like, that, yeah. I, like, I real, I had no idea this person went to Michigan State. Uh, whatever you, I can't even remember what your second thing was. Uh, but the was, worst number 12. It was just purely something in my mind where I was like, this guy's like someone I can't think of from that 
sort of era. And I don't know why the 12 just sort of was in my head, but I don't know. It really wasn't like specific to the exact things that Maddie said. It was just something that sort of popped into my head. Now, because this is an audio podcast, the torture yeah. on Manjot's face is just it's the worst. Oh, it's so it's much delicious. easier when it's not. So much it's- easier thinking about it not on the clock. Yeah. 100%. 100%. There was definitely uh, a little bit of stage, you know, um, it freezes you up a bit, I think, being under the bright lights of Maddie's lamp. <laughs> I feel Maddie's like an, this is like an interrogation in one of those, you know, <laughs> British off, you know, cop shows. Like you bring in the bad guy and then shine the lamp. And you're supposed to go, confess, man. We know you're there. We know you've done it. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to put one out there. T.Y. Hilton. Oh, it is not T.Y. Hilton. I'm right. uh, I think he was 13 at the Colts, too. 13. Yeah, 13. Oh, oh yeah, you're getting close, right. though. You've got an 18, uh, now you've got a 13. Um, okay, two-pointer, two-pointer. I share an NFL record with Matty Stafford for the most game-winning drives in a season. Eight. Oh, I was fucking quarterback. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. That's the worst when you get near the end and you're, like, not even in the right position. <laughs> That's what they yeah, did. Yeah, I thought it was a wide receiver this whole time because they changed numbers and I assumed it was because of the number change. Obviously, because they're from 2015. Um, Damn. Yeah, so this is a quarterback who's changed numbers from oh. 12. At some stage. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he went to eight. It's yeah. Kirk oh. Cousins. Oh. <laughs> I knew he went to Michigan State. The lettuce too. sandwich. I knew he the went to Michigan State. Sandwich. I talked myself out of it. Um, because I, I couldn't think of anyone from Michigan State. I just assumed it was a rookie from this. I'm year. proud of you, man. And you worked then, really fucking hard there. You worked so hard. Oh, for two points. I'm like, yeah. I hope Taylor doesn't get free, man. I, I just want to win one of these, you know. The I want this to be a new year. He may as well ask the first two questions straight away because I'm going to have no idea about the college if it's college again. All right, <laughs> go for it, Matty. Okay, do, do you want the one-point hint just for funsies? I always love giving the one-point hint. Yes, please. You like that? <laughs> you like uh, that? <laughs> I hate oh, that. No. I hate that. <laughs> Oh, that was torture. Every time. Ah, Every but that would have got you there, right? That would have 100 kicked you all the way over. Yeah. You, you like that? Like, Fuck, I would have got it. You like that? <laughs> Does he have a pop in there? I can't remember. You like that. I love it. Okay. I love that. I love it. Taylor, you got to beat two points. Um, yeah. Wish I'd take a set, ain't you? How are you feeling? How are you feeling before we get you started? I feel like Adam Thielen. I feel like I'm 100 years old. <laughs> oh, fuck. The old feeling Mingo Shark. All right. Oh, the feeling Mingo Shark. (laughs) Who could forget that? That was a great moment. All right, Tay, for five points. My first name is John. (laughs) What? What the fuck? Oh, come on. There's no way, man. I I think I got this one already, man. Okay, man, you just text to me what you think it is. If you get this, I'm going to die. Oh, Player's first name is, is is John. But then I don't even – it's so random because I'm like, is that even the name he goes by? Like, or are you saying his real name is John? I swear to God, this must be it. I swear to God, Maddie, this must be the answer. What? What? Oh, my God, man. I got this guy the- got the wrong bag. 
He got the wrong way. He you, knows. Oh, come on, man. Like, this was... Oh. Man, your nose, Taylor. Okay. I always, hung up. Taylor I think Taylor's hung up. I think he's like, ones. fuck you guys. I'm out. Well, it's just it's so, it's so, it's such a random clue. Like, NFL player's name, sure. John Johnson. Just name one. There you go. He's <laughs> there. So, got it. Like, straight got it. Just goes, yeah, I'm just going to text you. Bang. John oh, Mechie? Oh, I love that guy. No, it's not John Mechie. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's kind of funny too because such a common name but then you go oh fuck I don't know anyone named John um, I have won a national championship in college as a quarterback uh, what on earth so I, I'm assuming I'm right I'm assuming his name isn't actually John this guy going to be from like fucking 50s or something <laughs> you could draft him today in your, your, your fantasy team and he, he'll be on the field on the weekend yeah, we're not talking. We're not talking what. Um, Always going to be a yeah. relevant, you know, a, a relevant player. Somebody who we're not talking John Brody. The game. We're not talking John Brody from the nineteen fifties and nineteen sixties forty ers No, we're not going that far. I'm my uh, ball knowledge is up there, by the way. All right, he doesn't have a John at quarterback I, yet. Nah, just um, there's no point me even guessing because I don't know any. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, Manjot would know this one by this point just because of his world, but um, my wife no longer attends 49ers games after an incident. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Like, I don't even know I mean, if that she means doesn't go the anymore 49ers because... or did, did they go to the 49ers stadium? Yeah, well, can't, can't go to a game with 49ers fans now because they'll fucking go after them because they're, they're, they're so pleasant and gentle and nice. They would attack a woman. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, are we going to attack a woman? What are we talking about, man? Oh. I, I'm, I'm, I won't say more. I won't say. I, okay. I'm not Sorry, I know. I know. I've got to guess, but I'm starting to just wonder. Can you give me the um, <laughs> second and the, the second one again? I'll give them all in a row, right? So my name's no, no, John. I know the first one. His name's John. I, I'm, yep. I'm trying to figure out whether it's not actually a quarterback. He won a national championship at in as a college. quarterback in college. Yeah. Okay, he's a quarterback. So he has to be a quarterback. I don't understand. I'm so wrong. It doesn't make any sense. And his wife can't go to 49ers games anymore because you get chased out of the stadium after an incident. There was a, a hot dog incident. This is just going to have to be one where the guy's name's actually John, but he's called something else because I, 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 there is no John at quarterback position. Taylor is just a pretzel at the moment. <laughs> because, like, if there was, it would be easy. I, I just wanted to say Taylor did get the position clue here. Oh, but yeah, no. no. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> like it doesn't help <laughs> at all. <laughs> In fact, playing Weddle or Immaculate Grid isn't the reason why Manjot knows this. Manjot knows this because he's a freak. He's a freak. His brain is full of stuff and he just hung on to this I'm playing, I'm still thing playing about Weddle the right name. Now. Just might as well move on because, like, I've got nothing. Like, okay. it's, it's not it's not good radio. Like, I'm literally just sitting here with nothing in mind. There's no, I don't, I cannot think of a single John <laughs> that plays quarterback. You are going to hate listening to this back too. Um, I was a number one overall draft pick. See, none of this helps because I don't know a John. <laughs> oh my god! If you do oh pull god. this out, you're going to tie with Manjot, and I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> so. <laughs> 
And he, he hasn't even given get it to him because I don't know what he, the other place quarterback. He hasn't. Look, look, this, I, I just want to say, um, this is actually really the difference in guessing strategies in this game between me and Tay. Like, if Tay doesn't know, he doesn't say shit. But if I don't know, I just pull some random ass dude out of my ass. Okay, can, put can I just there. say that doesn't make any sense? Because you you got a fantasy question that you could literally <laughs> pick anyone in the world. You could just throw out any name. I can't throw out any name when I don't know a John. There's no name. Uh, John Smith. John Jones. Like, I, I, I could, could I say yes? Okay, fair enough. Oh, my I goodness. I can't he, this is... throw out any random name because he's given me the first name. So I Maddie, don't know. Maddie, you broke him. I Maddie, broke you Taylor. broke him. You broke oh, him. This is only one, what, two? This might have to be our second episode of the show. Is, still, is this still the first episode? I don't even know. With one episode in or something, one or yeah. two episodes in, I mean, broke To him. be fair, this is oh, the 32nd show of our series run. But for the first one of the actual, like, you know, season season, I feel really bad because Taylor is just, you've never sounded so sad. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sad. I am just aware that I'm going to lose. Like I did nothing to do. He's confused he as fuck. Okay. The, uh, the one pointer is that this bloke is often found dining with Cooper Cup. What? <laughs> it is Matthew Stafford. I got it straight away. It is Matthew Stafford. John Wait, Matthew Stafford. He's been saying I said the entire time was true. John Matthew Stafford, quarterback John of the Rams. Stafford. <laughs> He won a national championship with Georgia in college. He was picked number one in the 2009 NFL draft now, by the Detroit matters. Lions. Not one of those those clues matters because if I don't know the guy's name's John, it doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I could know every yeah. other bit of what he said. It doesn't matter if I don't know. No, nah, that that's that's facts. None when, of those when, yeah, when Maddie did, oh, uh, was T. Y. Hilton. His name was Eugene. Like that shit was hard. I almost thought, like, I think Mark yeah, sent like something Quintoris, in the chat. Quintoris, who was Julio Jones. Yeah. Yeah Mark, said, yeah, Mark sent something about those sort of names in the chat. So yeah. I was like, I hope I hope Taylor didn't see that video because I don't know if Stafford was on it or something. But, man. Yeah, no, I, I totally understand, Taylor. Once you're like... Yeah, that was, clock, that was like, shitty. I'm sorry, Tay. I love you very much, <laughs> man, but you don't get to pick the draft order, I'm afraid. It, it's fine. It just wasn't good radio because I'm like, I can't even guess. Like, I can't even guess a name because I don't know a John. Look, like, you're going to hate like, hearing this back. You could have given me 600 clues. It doesn't matter what you had said. I never would have got it. <laughs> I'm sorry, brother. So, so I won something. I won something over Taylor. Can, can, I, can I just say that? I mean, I know, Taylor, you, you didn't know because it was like, um, look, Who's a fuck? Oh, it was a fucked hand to get. I'm not going to lie, Taylor. That was a fucked hand to get. Because the guy across the table from you slammed dunks it. (laughs) Like, not even a little bit. Well, except that he only feeds like the number one fantasy receiver. No, no. (laughs) I know Matthew Stafford is fantasy relevant. I'm just saying there is not one part of my fantasy knowledge that's going to know his name is John. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a fucked hand to get because across the table, Manjot's like, oh, I've got this. It's like, mm, I just knew from because someone, he knows the know. NFL. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I'm, I'm a fantasy do? guy. They, they, they go, oh, what, what, what's the top names of guys that don't actually have the right <laughs> name this week? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you have to brush up on yeah. that, by the way. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yes. I went done with this game, aren't we? Oh, my Come God. back for the Saturday show, uh, uh, Friday US time, for more games. Um, no, I we'll, need we'll, a doctor, man. 
we'll, we'll get some mailbag and we'll get the doctor in for the Saturday show. Gentlemen, thank you for allowing me to talk to you. I'm so sorry that that was as arduous as it was. But um, you can find us all, Aussie NFL Fantasy, on every platform in the world. You can find Manjot, Pastry Press NFL. Catch him as well at G'day Gridiron. Uh, And, of course, those shows come through our feed here at Aussie NFL Fantasy as well. But as part of the Aussie Gridiron Network too, make sure you catch Dynasty Mark. He's getting some shows out there now, which is great, of the No Huddle Dynasty podcast too. So if you're into the Dynasty, like BK Pato, who we answered a question for earlier today, uh, make sure you check out Marky Mark's show too. Sorry, Dynasty Mark. I do this all the time. I forget he's not with the Funky Bunch anymore. He's Dynasty Mark. Uh, guys, after that, are you actually going to come back for this Friday, Saturday show? <laughs> are you even coming back? Uh, not uh, after that, man. I'm out. <laughs> Hopefully, the people get some fantasy relevant stuff on the next one. Fucking Taylor's so pissed. <laughs> Was it a fantasy oh. game? It was bullshit. <laughs> on that note, we'll see you tomorrow. Hooroo. Hooroo. I'm on G'day Gridiron. This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. I don't think anyone's ever gone, ah, oh, Dalton Schultz has <laughs> before. Yeah. A fire of sorts was lit under the arse of one Taylor Goodall. Just got to the cheek train. Aussie. And, you know, it's not like Taylor. You know, he's usually pretty, you know, easy come, easy go. He doesn't hold a grudge. So it's nice to hear he hasn't been hanging on to that nah. for two years. But obviously, Bijan's going to be taking the Falcons' share of it. NFL. Because the Texans are going to be shit. I am not water betting any of you clowns on that either. I think you're drafting Team IR. Fantasy. That's not just because of Ari Cooper, mate. We've fought you stupid for a while. Man, John, what are you going to do, boy? This is the Aussie NFL Fantasy Show. Blink twice if you're being held hostage. (laughs) Blink twice if you're being held hostage. (laughs) I had nothing else. I was like, that is the pinnacle.